Homecoming podcast, the ultimate gateway to ignite your spiritual journey and unlock a life of harmony, purpose, and conscious living. My name's Amanda Machado. I'm your guide in this quest for self-discovery. As an epidemiologist and devoted teacher of consciousness, I take my inspirations from spirit, science, and nature and make conscious living practical for your everyday life. In this sanctuary of knowledge, we will blend the robust foundation of scientific truth with wisdom woven by diverse communities, disciplines, and niches across the globe. We're not just connecting the dots here. We're simplifying the intricate patterns of our world in order to fuel your transformation like never before. Before we embark, a quick note. While I'm deeply passionate about well-being, I'm not a medical expert. If you're facing psychological or medical challenges, it's essential to seek the guidance of a qualified professional. Your health and happiness matter. So to all you seekers, dreamers, and curious souls yearning for growth, this podcast is your catalyst. All starts and ends with the spirit. Your spirit holds the key. And today, we unlock its infinite potential together. Today, we are diving into navigating the heart and sacral energy. This is such a special episode to me because I share a live session that I hosted for a group of 59 people, and this was just following a deep spiritual experience that I had just moved through. And so everything I learned in my experiences were still so very fresh, and I decided to go live and share the wisdom, which is always super wild for me to witness myself after these profound moments and just the level of strength that I brought to these messages when I shared them with the world for healing and growth. Because this period of time, when I reflect on it, it really was not easy for me, though profound healing and enlightening. It was not easy to, I guess, speak immediately following this. So We'll delve into the connection between the energy of the heart and the sacral energy and everything I learned through my own experience and we'll align that information with the energy of this revolutionary age that we are all moving through together. I just recently heard someone talking about the fact that every two decades we go through a revolution in the past, it was the Industrial Revolution and the French Revolution, etc., etc. And right now, we are moving through another. We are we are due for another and we're moving through another. And I know we can all feel it and it's showing up in our everyday lives. So this session and podcast episode really holds that intention to guide us as we move through these interesting times where there's this profound opportunity for growth. And so with that, enjoy. Today is going to be a very powerful session together. We're going to be talking about unlocking the magic of one of the most important organs that we have in the human body, and that is the heart. Underestimated, I feel, in many, many ways. And believe it or not, more powerful than the human brain. And so what is the power of the heart? So we know scientifically the, part, the heart's electromagnetic field is 40 to 60% more powerful than the brain. 
And when measured, it's measured at powerful, powerful frequencies. Our heart attracts things to us, and it also is our ability to give and receive. And we want our giving and receiving to be as balanced as possible in this life. And we'll learn throughout this talk that our intention can sit in man many areas of the body. But our goal as we evolve as a material and a soul, as a material self and a soul, we want to embrace the limitations of the body, the heart being a limitation, even though it's a powerful tool for us, the human body in itself is limited because the soul is unlimited. And so the heart holds our deepest, deepest truths and wisdom. Truth and wisdom that we've carried with us through our life here on earth. But also deep, deep wisdom that's carried with us across lifetimes and across space and time. And if the brain doesn't like, you know, the, the notions around multiple lifetimes, you can just tell the brain to forget that you heard that, just so you can really embrace what's being said. And so when we come into spaces like this, what we're really asking ourselves in this moment is, what did I come here to remember? That's what the heart wants to know. Our heart wants to know, what did I come here to remember? And I say this because the heart already knows. They actually say that the only book worth reading is the book of the heart. And that's because your heart already has all of the wisdom, all of the teachings, and all of the truths that you need in your life on this planet at this time in order to fully come into yourself, fully come into your higher purpose and fully come into your truth. There are times in our lifetimes where our heart can be blocked. And I would say and extend this to our heart can, we can, you know, we come into this life pure and open like light bodies. And then we learn how to ground into the earth, ground our energy here. But the heart really carries this memory from previous lives, from previous experiences. It carries this memory of our past. And there are times in our lives where we may experience something that then blocks the heart. And these blockages can actually block us from our inner wisdom and our inner truth. These blockages can block us from the true power of our energetic body. And these blockages can tie deeper knots within the knots that already exist for us to un untie. And so today we're really going to dive into these different aspects and the power of the heart to really unleash our life purpose or dharma in the world. The journey of un unlocking our heart is in deep alignment with our purpose here on earth. 
and our sacred gifts are within our heart. So we all come here with gifts that we are here to share in the world. And these gifts come with the journey of really, A, uncovering what they are, and also this feeling of reclaiming them or unlocking them. So nothing is being sort of given or taken away when it comes to the wisdom of our heart. Like I said, there's nothing I can't give you here today that you don't already have. However, let me represent perhaps a guide and eyes to see and to help you remember what you came here to reclaim. And so let's talk a little bit about intention. And so all day long, you can almost say it's like we're, you know, they think that the true magic is when you, you know, you sit down to do a meditation or you sit down and you say, I'm going to manifest this into my life and you journal about what you want in your life. But all day long, we're manifesting. All day long, we're setting intentions. And those intentions are driving our energy and directing our energy. More people from South Africa. Yes, my family from Africa. Thank you for joining us. All day long, we're setting intentions. And you can almost see it as like we're casting little spells here and there, right? Like there is no magic to some extent is an illusion because the true magic is life. Every day, in every moment, we're setting an intention and we're acting in the direction of that intention. So our question to ourselves should really be, what is the purity of the intentions that I set? Am I setting the intention from my heart or am I setting the intention from my sacral chakra? And neither is wrong or right per se. We can come into right relationship with our intention, which is the goal. But there, there is no such thing as a bad intention. There's just intention that leads us down the path of light or intention that leads us down the path of negativity or darkness. And so when understanding the heart and the intention of the heart, we really have to understand desire. And desire is not something to be feared. It's not something to be shamed, to bring shame upon. Desire is part of, of who we are. It's how we direct our energy. But the heart desire and the desire of our sacral chakra are very different. The desire of the sacral chakra is I want. And the desire of the heart chakra is I love. And like I was saying, there's nothing bad or wrong with the sacral chakra desire because the, that is our humanity. The sacral chakra desire is our humanity and it's how we connect with others. And how we tell others what we want or what we expect in relationship with them. But the heart's desire goes deeper than that. It goes deeper than the I want to the true connection with the soul. Because remembering that the heart is sort of the bridge between our higher self 
and our lower self, which represents our humanity. And so I really want you to hold this idea of sort of really questioning within what is the desire of my heart and what is the desire of my sacral chakra? And how do we not necessarily put either one on a hierarchy, but how do we bridge the gap between the two? So we know that the age that we're in is the convergence between the Piscean age and the Aquarian age. And so what does that mean? Some will say that we're in the Aquarian age, while some will say we still have 300 years in the Piscean age before we move into the Aquarian age. So what do these represent to us in terms of our collective consciousness, in terms of our community? So the Piscean age is all about the sacral chakra, the water energy, the kappa energy, the material world. Whereas the Aquarian age is more about the heart chakra, air energy, vata energy, and connecting our spiritual energy and our soul's intention in terms of our upper worlds. And so right now we're at a pivotal time in our history where I don't feel like it is truly all Piscean age or all Aquarian age. I think we have the convergence of both. And so you can think of it like this glass of water here, right? If we were to pour, you know, say orange food coloring into this glass of water, that could represent the Piscean age, right? And then we could pour green food coloring into this water and that could represent the Aquarian age. And it would take some time before those two energies would actually mix together to become one. And so right now we're in the mixing of those energies. So how can we be the bridge between the two and how can we unlock the magic of our heart in alignment with the magic of our sacral energy so that we do not lose our humanity in the process, so that we have balance between our material world and our spiritual world. And so life is about beauty. We are here on this planet when we observe Mother Nature, we're not necessarily observing love per se. We can find the loving aspects in Mother Nature, but we also know Mother Nature to be chaos, right? We also know there's negative ions in Mother Nature. In this glass of water, there's negative ions, which is why it's so cleansing, because when we drink water, it cleanses the negative ions within. And so, we know that the world is made of beauty. We are made of beauty. We have our light body, we have our light side, and we also have our shadow side. And our shadow side, I would argue, is not ugly. It's, it's a beautiful part of us that needs to become whole within us. And so life is about beauty. So what, where does that leave love? Because I think for a long time, we may have believed that life was about love. And so we are love, we can choose to be on the frequency of love, but we can also choose to be on many other frequencies. We can choose to be on the frequency of the root chakra and cultivate safety into our life. We can choose to be on the, on the frequency of the sacral chakra and really tap into 
our desires and our relationship with others. We can be on the frequency of power within the core of our, of our free will. And we can be in the frequency of our heart chakra, unconditional love, and, and so forth. And so while I don't believe life is about, about unconditional love, I feel that we are love. Unconditional love comes from the I am presence. While I believe it is the most powerful force on this earth because it connects the material world with the spiritual world, unconditional love is of the I am presence. It's the I am presence of loving awareness. And it's moving beyond the I am presence of I am only loved. So our sacral chakra tells us, I am loved. I am loved by others. I am loved in my community. I am loved. Our heart chakra tells us, I am love. I am on the frequency of love. I am loving awareness. And with unconditional love needs to come boundaries because we know that if we're going around being in the frequency of love, that also puts, you know, a bit of a risk, a risk to us, right? And we don't want to get rid of the material world. We don't want to get rid of our safety. We don't want to get rid of how we are in relationship with others. We want to show people how to also be loved, how to also come from a place of unconditional love towards us. And so that's why boundaries are really important for our heart chakra and for us living our truth of unconditional love, if that is the frequency that we choose. We know that unconditional love is boundless in the universe, but within the human body, it needs to have boundaries. It's boundless love for the soul, but within the human body, it needs to have boundaries. Un cultivating unconditional love in relationships is very important, first with the self and then through others. And this can happen through the acceptance of what is. So accepting people for who and what they are while having true unconditional love for yourself and implementing boundaries where needed so that you're not running around like a love bubble getting popped all the time, right? You want that love to spread across the earth and thus boundaries are needed and boundaries are loving to yourself. And so... Sometimes this takes, in the process of finding these boundaries, in the process of uncovering these sides of us that are either closed off or too open in a way, we want to find balance. And we're never in perfect balance or perfect alignment, but it's when we come out of alignment, coming out of alignment tells us where we need to get back in alignment. Because some of us, for some of us, the the resistance will be to close our hearts because we just want to radiate love. For others of us, we will have more challenges opening our heart. And so we have different resistance on this planet to overcome. And we can do this on our individual journey as a soul, but we also do this together in community like we are doing today. And so the heart is a deep tool for our intuition. And so our, our higher wisdom and wisdom of the earth as well comes from the intuition of the heart. 
And so people will describe their intuition coming from many different areas. If you feel called, like, let me know in the chat where you feel your intuition coming from. Because some will say their heart, some may say their gut, some may say their head, right? And there's no judgment here. We actually, um, we have, we're sort of born um, within these different categories of human design um, and governed by a lot of the astral bodies, um, the planets. And so these energies have a profound impact on us as well as our intuition and our ability to discern. And so while I do believe that we're sort of born with this human design that is somewhat limiting, I feel that as we uncover the wisdom of our heart and as we unlock our heart more and more, the heart can actually become a primary source of wisdom and a primary source of intuition and discernment. As we unlock our heart, we get to use its pure, unconditional wisdom that is carried with us over our entire journey versus having these fragmented parts where we're only using our gut intelligence or we're only using the intelligence of the higher mind or we're only using the intelligence of other parts of our body. Sometimes some of us will feel when we're receiving certain energy, you might feel tinglies in your shoulder. You might feel certain sensations in other parts of your body. These are, these are telling of your intuition. But I also believe that when you cultivate this, this, this opening of the heart and this untying of the energetic knot that lives just below the heart, you're actually able to tap into the wisdom of your heart versus having these fragmented, scattered parts of ourselves and our intuition. And so astrology and human design can give us clues about what our inner authority is, but it's actually when we heal the parts of ourselves that need healing or we tap into our expanded heart chakra that we're actually able to access the full potential of our wisdom and move past the limited self, which is actually what we came here to do. Sasha says, I feel driven by the heart and always cautioned by the head. And so that's, that's beautiful, Sasha. Thank you for sharing. And there are times where that, that, what Sasha is, is tapping into right here is there are times where we will have conflicting feelings, but I would say it's important to honor both all. We want to be complete humans. We want to be balanced in mind, in body and in soul. Right. And so how do you know which direction to go when that happens? So lately I've been having this experience where my sacral energy your sacral energy will tell you like what does not feel good, what does not feel right in the situation. And that's actually a safety mechanism in terms of, you know, maybe going around this particular person is not feeling safe. And maybe that's something we need to listen to. While the heart, because the heart has that unconditional love and sees the shadow in the person and regardless you know, says, you know, I'm going to love and accept this person, even though I can see their darkness. 
it might be really integrating that wisdom between the head, the heart, and the sacral energy. And then coming to a balanced decision based on your discernment of all the feedback mechanisms you're getting within your energetic body, instead of just listening to one. As always, it always feels like you were a part of the live session because you're here now. You're here with me now. And all that ever really exists in our world is the present moment. So if you're listening to this, there is likely a reason and I hope this moment is really an opportunity for growth and harmony within your own life as it is in mine. There will be a part two to this session where you can take what we've learned in this episode and apply it to your life purpose. So until then, wishing you the most beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you for tuning in to the Wild Becoming podcast your guide to conscious living with me, Amanda Machado, where we explore the realms of the vast universe of consciousness that resides within all of us. As you continue on your journey, if you enjoyed this episode, remember to rate, review, and share the podcast to spread the wisdom of conscious living, and also click that follow button wherever you get your podcasts. For those seeking daily doses of conscious living wisdom, the adventure continues on our social media platforms. Simply visit the show notes where you'll find a link to follow us at Wild Becoming. Your presence, your engagement, and your shared enthusiasm means the world to us. Together, we're cultivating a space where growth, harmony, and purpose flourish. So let's continue this remarkable journey together. Stay tuned for future episodes, diving even deeper into topics that nurture your soul, embrace your becoming, and your journey of conscious living.